Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Swenson Ridley, and I'm so excited that you're here to embark on this journey of really learning about your hormones and understanding how everything is connected and really what you need to do in order to be able to heal naturally from whatever you're dealing with. And even when we think we know or understand what's going on with us, a lot of times there's some pieces that we're missing. And I'm really about helping you get to the root cause. And so not just masking symptoms or looking at yourself as a compartmentalized being as we tend to do in Western healthcare, but actually looking at, okay, what's at the root of these problems and what I'm dealing with. And that is why we are starting this exploration with cortisol. And what cortisol is, is, you know, if you're not familiar with it, it's the stress hormone. Now, I don't know about you, but I never have any stress at all. Never. I'm homeschooling three kids. I own a business. Married. It's COVID. When I'm recording this, you know, never. No stress at all. I'm being completely sarcastic, right? We all have stress. And where it becomes a problem is, you know, especially in this day and age, we have a hard time finding the chance to de-escalate from the stress. And so we're going to get into just what cortisol does in our body and to us and, you know, how it should be regulated. And I will assert that for many of you embarking on this journey and watching this series, cortisol is actually the culprit that is causing a lot of problems. I'm going to just briefly share, not in a ton of detail, my own story. You know, I, if you're here, you, you've heard some of my story that five years ago, I, my health was a mess. I had a thyroid issue. I, my hair was thinning and falling out. I had absolutely no energy. I was putting on weight. I was completely miserable and I wasn't seeing a way out. I was also dealing with a lot of anxiety. And I remember one day I pulled over to the side of the road. I was working really hard. My son was one. He was, you know, just kind of cheerfully playing and laughing to himself in the back seat, in his car seat. And I couldn't breathe. And there was a reason for this. I was headed home and home at that time was not a safe space. My husband was dealing with a lot of alcohol problems and addiction and had fallen off the wagon in a big way a couple months before this. And so I never knew what I was walking into. And because of that, I was trying to escape my life by working too much and too hard. My business was growing, which was great, but I had absolutely no time for myself. I had no energy to do anything. I didn't work out. It was all that I could do if I actually managed to cook dinner. And I was, you know, headed into the situation where I didn't know if my husband was going to talk to me, if he would be happy, if he would be drunk, if he would be not drunk, if he would be even be there. And I couldn't get a deep breath. And so I pulled over to the side of the road because I felt like I had to get out of the car. I was going to actually hyperventilate and not be able to breathe at all. And I, I realized now that what I was having was actually a panic attack. And I had such high anxiety that I'd gotten to that point. But I remember I got out and I looked up at the sky and I was just like, why? Why is this my life? And why is this happening? And I realized two things in that moment. Number one, I really met okay, physically, emotionally, any of it. There was something really wrong. And I was finally willing to admit that to myself. And number two, 
I knew that it was in my control to do something about it and that I was not willing to go down the road that so many of us tend to go down, which is to take pills or medications to mask symptoms instead of dealing with what was at the root of the problem. And in my particular case, it was a high level of really toxic stress was really what was at the root of the problem. And we're going to get into really understanding why that is today. But, you know, I share my story just, and I'm going to share a story of a couple of my clients as, you know, as we go through this series as well, because it's not all about me. You know, we're all women and we all have our own story and our own journey and how we got here. But, you know, you have to really be willing to look at your life and everything that's happened up to this point that's gotten you to where you are. And cortisol, it's unfortunately, you know, we've all heard the adage, stress kills, stress is the new smoking. This has all been things that have come out in the last decade. But we have to be willing to get to the point where we really actually understand that. And so that is what my goal is with this video is just getting you to understand and get to that point of being able to start to connect the dots, right? And figure out where you really have to do the work in order to heal. You know, I've shared that Today, I, I no longer have a thyroid issue. My hair is not falling out. My cycle is not awful and painful and all the things that I was dealing with. And I'm very happily remarried. And, you know, my son and I are safe and loved and well taken care of. My ex-husband left the state and is getting back on his feet. But, you know, we ultimately came to the decision that it wasn't going to happen with us together. And, you know, that was a lot of stuff that had to happen in order for me to get to a place where I was healthy again and could, you know, take on a new relationship and could do all of that stuff. And a lot of healing had to happen, but that's part of what's possible when you're willing to go into the ugly and really deal with getting to the point where you can heal. And so this is going to be a lot more than just let's take a pill to fix this or a supplement even, or, you know, whatever it is, I, I share some of that stuff um, through this and, and in the work that I do with women, obviously there's ways that we go about doing this, but a lot of it has to be a willingness to go into the ugly and we can't control our circumstances. So a lot of times it's about figuring out how you can deescalate from the situation because we live in such a fast paced world these days where we're juggling so many balls and we have career and volunteer and friends and family and, you know, responsibilities with our, our kids and at work and all of this stuff. And we never, ever get a break. And that is where bad things happen. We're really talking about like, we have to stop the taking the medication, the, the doing, you know, just masking symptoms with a pill, because as we know, hormone imbalance in women at whatever point it happens at one in five women develops a thyroid problem. You know, one in four of us are on medication for depression or anxiety or some combination of the two. We deal with heart disease and with all of these things, but how we tend to go about treating that is to take the pill and mask the symptoms. And we have to stop doing that because as we know, it doesn't help. It just puts us down this road where we're just getting sicker and feeling worse and all of these things. And so what we have to be willing to do instead is really understand how this works in our body. So, so we have stress and this is stress affecting what's known as the HPA axis. And so this is your hypothalamus, your pituitary, and your adrenal cortex. And where cortisol gets made, your stress hormone is in the adrenals. And so we, you know, we've all heard of adrenal fatigue or it's actually much more involved than that. So now it is, it's actually called HPA access dysfunction or dysregulation. And what happens is that as stress is sending signals to your hypothalamus that, Hey, I'm stressed out. And so I need some cortisol. Cortisol is being created in larger and larger quantities in your body. And it does a couple of things. It will inhibit thyroid production, for example. That's something we're going to talk about. It will inhibit getting your pituitary to 
actually tell the body that you know it needs to either produce less or more of cortisol. So it just like sets the cycle off where it's producing more and more cortisol. It's creating inflammation in the body and it shuts down the production of your sex hormones. So you start to have low libido or you can't lose weight. You've got all these problems going on. And until we do something to actually allow it to decrease and regulate, it continues and the cycle keeps going until we absolutely crash. And that could be an adrenal fatigue crash, or it could be our body, you know, develops a thyroid problem, or it could be so many different things. And what we have to realize is, you know, we do need cortisol in our life, but it's supposed to vary throughout the day. And so I do advanced hormone testing on a lot of the women that I work with, where we will look at, okay, what are your levels throughout the day? And what's it really telling us about, you know, what your body's doing and how it's able to process this. When you first wake up, your cortisol is supposed to rise through the day or through the morning, and then it drops off in the afternoon and kind of levels out in the evening. And around the time you go to bed, it, you know, as you're going to sleep, it should be getting pretty low because this is the time when cortisol actually resets and comes down to zero and your body gets, you know, a nice relaxation from that. And then it raises again in the morning when you wake up. And so this is a normal cycle for so many of us, because I've run this test on so many women now, you know, we either are, our spike in the morning is too high and our levels are going too high or they're staying high for too long. And then they just drop off. And that's when we have like that afternoon crash, or they're just flatlined and they don't really ever do anything because the body has been so overwrought with stress and with all this, you know, adrenal dysfunction and whatnot, that it just, it's depleted. It's no longer making cortisol because it needs so much of it. it. It, you know, turned off the signal to keep going. And this is what happened. I want to share uh, Dana's story. This is what happened in her case. So Dana was a client of mine that, you know, she was exhausted literally all the time and she couldn't lose weight. She came to me. She's a fitness instructor and a dance teacher owns her own business. She has three daughters and, you know, she was this like counter micros and macros and knew exactly what combination of things she needed to feel the best. And she ran five days a week and she taught her classes and she was doing all this stuff, but she couldn't lose weight. Her sex drive was completely shot. Her, and her husband had a bull, but the relationship was strained because of it. And she couldn't figure out what she was missing. You know, she thought she had some gut health issues. She thought she had probably had adrenal fatigue, but nobody had ever con confirmed it. And so we started working together and what came out of, you know, our conversation in our first session was that she didn't relate to it this way, but one of her daughters has pretty severe autism. And so much of her days were spent making sure her daughter's quality of life was good, fighting with doctors, fighting with teachers, fighting with schools, fighting the system to just, you know, continue to advocate for her daughter. And while she didn't relate to it as stressful, it was, and her cortisol levels had been high for so long that her adrenals had tapped out and she had that, she flatlined where she wasn't producing cortisol anymore. And on top of that, some of these other things I wanted to mention with this, you know, she was counting her calories and making sure she was eating enough. That's good. So many of us, when we want to lose weight, we try to cut calories because that's what, you know, research tells us to do. That's all based on men's physiology, not women's. Okay. And, and the majority of women I meet are actually under eating. And so that increases that stress response because it tells your body you're starving. So it starts storing all everything. It stores fat, it stores everything and does the opposite of what you're trying to do because it thinks it's starving. and doesn't know where its next meal is coming from. 
on top of that, the one thing that Dana was doing that was also contributing to this process where things had tanked and she was just, her body was not functioning anymore, is that she was running multiple times a week. And running isn't inherently bad in itself. However, you have to allow stress to inform your exercise decisions. And what I mean by this is, you know, if we we think in our brain, like, oh, I'm going to go run for weight loss or for, you know, to be in shape or for intellectually, we know that there's like good things that come from running, right? If you look at our old brain and the only reason we ever used to run was if something was trying to kill us, chase us and eat us, or we were trying to chase and eat something else, like it was going to be our food source for the next six months or whatever. And so our old brain actually triggers when you go for a run, it triggers a stress response in your body and produces more cortisol. And so these things that we think that we're doing for stress relief, for weight loss, for keeping our hormones in balance are actually having the opposite effect because it's perpetuating this stress cycle that we already have going on where we're too stressed out in our lives. We're never getting a break and our adrenals are overtaxed trying to keep up with this. And so as a result, you know, Dana in particular, her testosterone was really low, even though she worked out so much. And that was part of why her sex drive was so low. Her cortisol and adrenals were tanked. And she really had to learn the thing that helped her the most. Like, yes, we did, you know, she did an elimination and detox process and got her gut health going again and, and really looked at all that. But the thing that helped the most was she had to learn how to rest again, how to like take the time to just relax and rest. And she sent me a text one day and on the text, she said, my daughter just asked me what I was doing because she saw me sitting on the couch and she thought something was wrong. Her daughter had actually never seen her just sit down and relax, right? She was always going, always going. And it took some effort on her part and, you know, really working on creating some new habits and being willing to, you know, sit down and just relax. But as she did, it, it took about a year, but her, her hormones stabilized, her sex drive came back up, her stress got way under control. She also quit running. And so she does weightlifting now. And, you know, she's got energy to teach her classes and be with her daughter and her husband and do all these things. And so my point in, you know, sharing this initial part is, is A, cortisol, big deal. And it, you know, affects so many things. In our body and when we're not really being attentive to or even aware of stress you know in dana's case she didn't look at her life as stressful because she just loves her daughter right in my case i knew i was under an insane amount of stress but i was in survival mode and i didn't know how to get out because it was going to take such a large thing you could be anywhere in between those two things but unless you're really acknowledging stress and starting to do some of the things that help you de-stress like deep breathing. And, and what's funny about this is it seems so simplistic and easy that we like don't want to deal with it, right? And just like, oh, that doesn't work. You know, it's like deep breathing or meditating or doing some yoga or, you know, sitting down and reading a book you want to read. Like you have to put in things that are going to help you de-escalate. And there are supplements and things that help help with that as well. Sometimes we need a little extra work. One of my favorites is wild orange essential oil. It's actually been shown in literature to help lower cortisol levels. So if you're someone who feels like you're always just ramped up and you can't de-escalate, that's something that can help with that because cortisol is the thing that needs to calm down so that we can just be at peace. But I want to challenge you between today and tomorrow when you know we're going to talk about really how this affects our and impacts our thyroid 
and also digestive health because those two things go together in a big way and cortisol plays a role in both of those. You know, I want you to think about and just choose one thing, simple thing that you can do, whether it's like breathing five times before you transition things. This is one of my favorites. You take five deep breaths in through your nose and fill your belly and then out through your mouth. And you do that five times and that will help calm you down, especially as you transition. So I do it like, you know, back when we actually went to school, <laughs> when we got in the car to go to school or, you know, when I leave for work in the morning, I'll, I'll do my five breaths. When I get to my office, I'll do my five breaths. When I leave for the day, I do my five breaths so that I can get regrounded for you know being at home and, and re-engaging with my family. So that's just one example of something you, you can try. But I challenge you to pick one thing that you are going to take on to help you decrease stress starting today or you know or you could start tomorrow but but starting now <laughs> essentially that's going to help you start to you know make a difference in some of these things because this is the crux of you know ultimately what's causing in hormone issues and imbalance and where we really have to start with being able to heal them and you know you may not be in a position to make a huge change like getting a divorce or moving out of your house which is what I did and that's okay. Like we don't have to do that, but there are things that even if you're still in those situations that are toxic, that are rough, it's 2020 right now when I'm making this and it's been a rough year for so many of us and there's not much we have control over, but there are ways that we can help ourselves handle and deescalate from that stress. And that will ultimately help our bodies start to heal and balance themselves naturally. So I hope this was informative and helpful. I will be back with part two of this series where we're going to continue to build on this. And then in, you know, dealing with thyroid gut health, even if you don't think you have a thyroid issue, this is still important to listen to. And then I think we're really going to tackle the sex hormones, perimenopause time, because that's a lot of women struggle through that time as well. And, you know, really get clear and I'm going to keep giving you things to do, tips to do, and ultimately, you know, get you on a track where you're starting to heal your hormones naturally. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.